Welcome back, everybody. This is Business Meets Spirituality. I am Adam Hergenrother, and we believe in personal growth through business success. Today, we are jumping into a tool that has been instrumental in my life. In fact, one of the tools that I've put in, you know, a decade ago that um, has brought me levels of monetary success, um, professional success, physical success, social success, family success, spiritual success. Um, and, and I know that a lot of our listeners and a lot of people in my organization close to us have used this tool called Your Future Self um, in their worlds and have also brought success to this as well too. So I want to talk in a tactical way, being able to use um, what we call a future self to help guiding you into the direction that you want to bring your life into. Now, how many times have you heard those words, right? Guiding you into the future you want to do. Well, this, it takes time. Understand that in order to um, stop ingesting other people's answers or following the crowd because it seems like the right thing to do. Look, life is so busy. And in, until you can wake up and just realize what is really going on, you're not going to be able to guide yourself. And so for me, when I, you know, 10 years ago, when I started using this tool, I realized that I was like, hey, I'm just kind of live in other people's lives here. You know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm allowing or just ingesting, you know, other people's thoughts and ideas and, and well, that sounds good. I'm gonna go do that, right? Instead of actually taking the time to sit down with a tool like your future self to really direct where and what I'm going to do from a clear and centered position. Now, we also have created a really cool tool for you free of charge, adamhergenrother.com forward slash future. That's adamhergenrother.com forward slash future so that you can follow along as I talk about each of the categories. You can actually be filling this out if you're by your computer. If you're not, listen to it, take some notes, and you can always go back to the website, adamhergenrother.com forward slash future to do it. The cool thing about this is um, we've created, it's basically your daily future self because we believe how important this tool is for everybody. And it gets emailed to you every single day. And it gets along with some cool quotes and inspiration, but our team has worked really hard to set this up for you as a free resource because, again, it has been instrumental in my life as well, too. So let's jump in the future self. First, when you first working on yourself or personal growth, what does that mean, right? It just, it, it, working on yourself or investing into yourself, right, as we, we like to talk about it, ultimately what that means is that you get to decide what it is that, where and how you want to grow, what this is going to look like, and you just decide what it is that you're going to you're going to go out there and do, and and not deciding from somebody else telling you, deciding from I'm going to be purposeful, and we believe on these six different categories, and you can add another category if you want, but we believe these six captures all of the essence of where it is and how you want to bring, you know, yourself into life instead of just you just flowing with, with, you know, down a river without making any decisions and accepting everybody else's ideas or beliefs about things and you bringing it into yourself. So you have a direction. This becomes your flashlight in the dark and it guides you into what it is and really where you want to do because you've decided to do something. Uh, I'll bring some kind of personal stories into these things. Um, when we get into it, but for one, it's like, let's just, let's just say that you decided, I'll give you an example right now. Um, a couple years ago, I've been snowboarding all my life since I was in probably sixth or seventh grade. And I just made a decision that I was going to start skiing. I wanted to learn to ski. I wanted to learn how to do it. I really like, I like backcountry a lot. I like skinning. If anybody's ever done that, it's actually like skinning is like the word skinning comes from like, 
you know, taking back in the day, they used to take like deer skin and put them underneath skis. So they had traction as you're kind of going through the open plains and the snow. Um, clearly you're not putting deer skin on the bottom of your skis now, but it is a synthetic material that you put onto there. So it allows you to climb up hills, uh, in the middle of the snow and then take them off the top and ski down. So again, you can do that on a split board, but it's much more clunky and heavier. So again, there's a lot of attractions, but ultimately what it was, was I was like, you know what? I want to learn something. I want to learn how to do this. And so I made a decision and it, it, um, it was really frustrating. The first day that I actually went out on skis, I went with my, um, my physical coach and we, it was like a foot of snow. And so going uphill was awesome. Cause that was, it was a great exercise. And then all of a sudden I realized I was like, they have all this powder and now I don't know how to ski. <laughs> this is my first run on skis was in like a foot of powder. And man, it was just ugly. I was flipping over. First of all, learning how to ski on is just challenging in itself. But then in a foot of powder is a different animal. So I ended up going down and making down. It was really frustrating. Um, but I stayed with it. And the reason, and, then, and even even after I started learning how to ski for the first season, that it, we got so much snow even to the, the end of the first season. And the second season started off really well. And I wasn't really able to experience the woods like I used to. So I went back many levels, <laughs> right, in terms of what I was used to being able to play in the mountain on a snowboard. And I just, there was many days where I wanted to just throw in the towel and take my snowboard out. And I, for me, this is me. I knew that if I did that, that I would probably have stayed with snowboarding and, and not brought back my skis again. So I stayed with it. And I remember, um, I, it took me about two, over two years, probably two and a half years. And this year was the first year I was working with my coach again. He was a professional mogul uh, teacher. And so like once he kind of got the, the techniques down, he started teaching me things that he taught me in the beginning, but made no sense to me. Like he was explaining what to do, but until I got the feeling down of it, I couldn't really do it. So I had to work through all of these, my own challenges and getting coaching and listening and tapes and just experiencing that and falls and frustrations, all those things. I just kept working through it. And finally he was like, no, no, no. He said, you just got to, you got to do this. And you got to do this. When you come on top of the mogul, you got to get in your front leg up this. And he was just telling me those things. I was like, hey man, I just keep trying it. And all of a sudden I felt it, right? It was that feeling. Feeling. And I was like, holy shit, I got it. Like I can feel it. And then ever since then I was able to, um, really kind of get back in the woods and it's just, it was kind of a breakthrough moment for me, but it took a lot of time. What I realized through this was, um, when we're working on ourselves or investing into yourself, the only problem is you. The only problem, the only thing that's standing in your way is patience, frustration, anger, um, you know, jealousy because you're not at a certain place. All of these are just, it's just objects that are there and it's just, it's you, you're, it's you, you are in your own way. So I realized this and it was just a great kind of segue into this is like you, I was the only, like if you stop, if I were to stop that, the only thing preventing me from being reasonably good at skiing, right? Uh, whatever level you want to get to is you. And this goes for anything in life. The only thing that's actually in your way from being reasonably good at just about anything that you really want to put your whole being into is you. So I want you to understand that, right? And it's you, when I say you, it's those emotions that keep you away from doing those things, right? It's like when somebody's like, oh, I don't really want to go do that. It's not, it's not you saying that. It's your mind and emotions and, and frustration or laziness or whatever those things showing up, preventing you from doing it. 
And so when people say, well, of course I can't do, I can't do that and say, well, of course you can't because you haven't exercised this will. <laughs> You've been just been accepting all of these answers in your life, just guiding you. And so, yes, when you go try to take a direction in your life, it, you're going to be met with some resistance, <laughs> right? It's not just going to come easily. If it did, then everybody would just be doing their thing. And the reason why it doesn't is because it's safer and easier to just accept what everybody, you know, to accept dogma, right? Everyone else is thinking or everyone else's actions or what they're doing. So when you actually actually take a stand to do some of these things, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of you. It takes you, right, putting it in there. And so when I think about, when I get into a future self, because a future self is designed to work on you. It's personal growth and it's in six, six different categories. But I just want to start off by saying the reason why somebody would not accomplish something in there is because of you. It's no other, it's no other reason. And you can make all the excuses that you want and I'm sure they're valid, but they're probably valid for many people that have also accomplished them. So that you're only using that as an excuse instead of actually going through it. Now, you may not buy the Empire State Building or move a mountain, right? Like uh, put that on your future self. But I mean reasonably good at most things. There may be even some physical limitations, but you can still be reasonably good at just about anything that you want to. Again, I'm going to come back to this is the only thing preventing you from actually doing the things that you have decided that you want to do is you. You're in your own way. It's kind of like when you're running a company, a lot of times the reason why the company is where it is is because of you. <laughs> it's why I always love to fire myself from every job that I ever had because I realized I was the one in the way. <laughs> Once you realize you're in the way and you're really only good at one or two things anyways, then you learn to get out of the way of all this stuff. It's the same thing of running a company. It's the same thing of, of working on yourself is that you are the one preventing you from moving forward, right? So let's take a look at this um, in terms of the six different categories that are there. And if you're at adamhergenrother.com forward slash future, again, all of these are right here. You can take some notes in this and we will email it to you daily free of charge because it's so packful for us. Um, the first, the future self is broken down into six different categories. The first one being professional. This professional future self, your professional daily, daily self, right? We talk about it because it's going to be emailed daily to you, but your professional future self, um, your professional, this is where um, this can be financial. Um, this can include your career and business. What does your next career step look like? You know, I kind of look at it as like, what is my work-life integration here? What does professional look like? Are you self-employed? Do you need to find a new company that aligns with your values? Do you need to start a side hustle? What do you want out of your professional future self? right? What do you want out of that? Not like, so I can have status so I can feel something, but what do you want out of your professional future? What do you want to feel from that? Right? And it's, this isn't like a, like a, I want to have this so I can feel this way and people, you know, bow down to me because that's just coming from a lower self because you're still going to be stuck with the same empty feelings that you have. I mean, look, what do you really want out of your professional future self? Right? Write it out. Take notes. And, you, and the key is as you're writing all of this, you need to be writing it in terms of it's already accomplished. It's already happened right? That you've already, yeah, I love to do it in three year increments. So I've done three basically in 10 years. I'm coming at the end of, I just extended my last one from um, the end of last year with some different tweaks on it. Um, so I've written three different versions that I keep, I have the original version with me, by the way. It's really interesting to see how much on there I've accomplished. And again, um, I, I, that's why I'm so passionate about this tool is because literally when I go look back to the first one, I'm like, man, almost all of this has been accomplished. 
pretty amazing. Um, and so you just, so you write it out again, your professional, what does that look like for you in three years? Now, if you want to do one year, you can, I would highly recommend doing three years, right? What does it look like on your professional future self? Where do you want to be? What does that look like? Again, is it your career, your business? What does work-life integration look like for this? That's the first one is your professional. The second one is financial, right? Your financial future self. How much money, how much money do you want to make? Do you want to make a specific amount per month in passive income? Um, how often and how much do you want to invest into yourself in terms of training, right? What kind of debt do you need to get rid of? Um, how much money do you want to give each year, right? You know, do you have a net worth goal? And then I want to ask yourself as you're writing your financial future self out, uh, why? Why do you want this, right? Why make money? Why have money? Again, money is an amazing tool, but just understand why you have it. And if you, if you want to dive into more money, you should go listen to the money podcast. Um, I talk, we go really deep on money, but understand is, is around this is why do I want this? Because it'll trigger it because a lot of people will go in this and we've done this in exercises and a lot of online or not online, but live classes that I've taught. I've had people fill out their future self forms for them. And people, when I have them read, they ultimately say, I want a billion dollars or a million dollars or whatever it is. And, and then I, and I don't mean to put them on the spot, but I ask them, well, why? <laughs> I said, where'd that number come from? <laughs> right? Where did that number come from? What does it really do? And, and they don't really know. They just know that it sounds good. And the reason why I bring this up is because you just throw something out there and you don't understand why you want it. That's the whole point of this is to figure out what is the, what is the real reasoning behind I want to do this? Because if you don't have that strong enough reason or will to fight through those emotions of frustration, patience, anger, right? You're just not necessarily going to go out there and accomplish it. So you need to understand why do you want this money? What is in it for you? What is, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do in your professional future self, right? That makes you want to work harder and, and, and go against the grain, um, to work towards these things. So understanding that why is extremely important, particularly when it comes to the money thing. Because what I typically find is for most people, if they throw out, I want to be making a million dollars a year. I say, okay, explain that to me. Why do you need that? And I said, well, what are you going to buy with that? And they, they, they start telling me the things they're going to buy. And the reality is, is most of what they're going to buy can be done on $250,000 a year, right? And it's like, I'm like, if you add a lot, you'd be living an amazing life. Yeah, I would. I said, well, great. Because that's like 20 grand a month. Um, and I'm not belittling or telling anybody how much money to make. I'm just saying, understand that at some point, like you just need to understand the number breakdown of what it is on a per month basis that's going to fund your life. So just be... In, don't be real. You can think, you can grow, you can do all this stuff, but understand why behind the financial future self there. At least particularly for me in the beginning, I think I threw out big numbers and I didn't understand why and I'm just giving you my own perspective. And when I started changing those to what that actually entailed and why and what that was going to do and how I was going to be able to use that, it started making a lot more sense and started falling into place a lot more. So I'm just giving you that tip there. Physical future self right? How do you want to look and feel? For me, when I think about physical, um, and if you followed me for a while, you understand I love, I, I consider my body like a blue collar body. I love the feeling of working my body. I love um, getting out there and, and sweating. I just love the, the feeling of using my body in, in, in physical activity. Um, but for me, it's not about when I think about physicality, I don't think about how I'm using my body, which is a part of this. I think about it as how much energy do I have? Do I wake up at four in the morning, at four thirty in the morning, at six, whatever it is you're waking up, just full of energy, right? Do I have energy throughout the whole day? Do I, am I just done at, at the end of the day or do I just, do I just feel driven throughout the day, right? Because look, when you have energy, 
problems seem so much smaller, don't they? They're just so much smaller versus when you are, when you're sick or tired or you're dragging around, like you can have like the smallest problem in the world and you're like, oh my God, I'm done, right? Like it, they just feel so much more insurmountable when you have a lack of energy. So when, when I think about physicality and your physical future self, I want you to think of it in terms of how much energy do I have? Because that'll make change what it is that you have around your physical self. So kind of what do you want to look and feel? Really specifically, what are you going to be doing to achieve that? Like I got very specific on mine as, you know, I exercise, you know, six days a week you know, in all sorts of weather conditions. I was very specific in this. And today, this morning, before I actually um, was doing this podcast, I ran for, uh, you know, my long run day, 18, 12, and 13 miles. And uh, it was, it's middle, it's supposed to be springtime. It was snowing out and there's 25 mile an hour winds. And every part of my lower self was like, you don't need to go out there and run. You don't want to do this. And I just said, you know, I've already decided I'm going out there regardless. It's on my future self. I just go out there and in all weather conditions is actually what it says. And so then I was like, great, I'm going. And I just went out there and did it. You just, now you've taken the direction and you've brought it into it. So be very specific as you're writing that out. You can, this can come to a body weight. This can be to what you eat, right? How many cheat meals do you have a week? That's something that's in mind. Body fat percentage, you know, a, fi- a physical accomplishment such as running a marathon, attending a yoga retreat. How many days you exercise? A specific health goal like lowering blood pressure or increasing flexibility. All of these type of things you just put in there. Like, but these are specific. Don't be like, I want to feel healthier. Well, that's great. That's a very sentimental comment and it makes you feel good when you write it out there, but it's not giving you actionable steps. Like I exercise for 30 minutes, four days a week. I, I, I practice meditation, um, which we can probably do that more in the spiritual section, but just whatever it is you just for, you know, every day I do this or I do it in all weather conditions. You're spelling out any future problem that's going to come up and you're just writing it out. It's already occurred for you so that it makes it easier when it shows up. You look at that and say, Hey, it says that I go out in all weather conditions. It's pretty crappy weather out. I'm going out there. I've already decided this. I'm not going to allow the lower self to dictate my life. Um, This is you take, you're not getting in the way, right? I'm not allowing my lower self or the ego or whatever, the lower habit energy to prevent me from my goals. That's what I started off by saying. I could just, I'd spend a couple hours talking about this if my team would let me. Like it just, um, you know, you're the only one preventing yourself from doing the things that you need to do. And what I, what that means is that you allow that lower energy, that habit energy to overcome you. (laughs) That feeling, oh, I don't want to work out today. That's not you. That's your lower habit energy getting you to not do something, right? It's just trying to control you. That's what it's trying to do the whole time. Understand that. And this is you taking back control of it. That's the whole point of a future self is you taking control of your life and directing. You're the flashlight that turns on and you're shining it where you want to go to be able to go after things you want to do. For, you know, in physicality for me, it was, um, you know, I had been, it's always been really important for me, but about three and a half, four years ago, almost now, I I made a decision that I wanted to do an Ironman, um, not because at the time, not because I wanted to do it from an ego position. Maybe there's a little of that in there, um, but I really wanted to prove myself in an endurance sport. I never had swam at all before. I mean, I could swim in a pool. I never swam. I never really road biked. Um, I was always, I mountain biked, but never road biked. And I never ran a 5K ever. Like I've ran more than three miles, but I never like did an f- actual race. I hadn't done any of these things. So I was like, man, I want to go prove myself. I want to go, what am I, what am I physically capable of. And so for me, when I asked that question, the, the clearest thing was I'm going to go do an Ironman because an Ironman is a, <laughs> if you've never done one, you get to clearly demonstrate what you're capable of. Right. And uh, again, it was extremely, 
extremely grueling and for the first year. I mean, going through, I remember the first bike ride I did and the first run that I had after I ran a mile after going on like a 25 mile or 25 mile bike. And I cramped up so bad that I fell over the side of the road. This is my first long run into a hiring a new coach and signing up for an Ironman. I was like, man, I can't even get through a mile. My legs cramped up so much. I fell over. I was like, how literally I remember walking back. I had to walk back by the way. Cause I tried to run again and same thing happened a hundred yards later. I got, my legs froze up so much that I couldn't do it. I was like, there's no way I can even do a half Ironman. I can't even run a mile. What's wrong with me? Right. And then I just, I just said, but I've already made, I've made a decision. This is part of the process, Adam. This is kind of my self-talk instead of it trying to talk to me. And I said, I've already made a decision. I'm going to push through this. I'm going to push through this. I already made the decision to do this. I'm not going to allow me to get in my own way of a decision that I made, um, right, I'm on something along those lines. And so for me, and it was, it was the first year, and then it turned into a little bit more of an ego play, which is why ultimately, um, if you listen to my podcast, I've kind of stopped doing Ironmans because it got more about obsessive about the ego was trying to get a hold of there. And so I put it to the side, but you understand the physical future self there. Then he goes into the social future self. You know, this is the kind of the play part of your life, right? The fun, the recreation, the non-familial relationships that you have, how many vacations you take over the next three years, be very specific and where and for how long, right? How often do you get together with friends for coffee? I have one of mine that says I get together with one of my friends and teach them how to be leaders in, in leadership once a month, right? And that's kind of my thing. And you could do two in a month and one in a month later or something along those lines, right? You know, how many, how many play dates do you have your kids each month, right? Do you want to start volunteering? What does this look like socially for you? Write it out. It's already occurred. You know, I'm volunteering two days a week, right? And it feels great. Two days a week for 60 minutes, right? Be very specific with numbers on this. Numbers are your friend here, right? Just like you're the friend in your bank account or your scale because they give you an accurate picture. Numbers give you an opportunity to stay extremely focused and not allowing yourself to be distracted once you've set a number in there so you can go after it. Then you have your family future self, right? Um, this is, you know, what does your family structure look like? Do you want to have children? Do you want to get married? You know, should you get divorced? Do you have a better relationship with your in-laws? Should you share your family goals with your family? Some of the biggest arguments, you know, happen when there's you know, in family situations, there's a lack of communication and clarity about what everyone wants in the relationship. I've experienced that a lot, right? Just not really communicating in a relationship and thinking everybody is just in, the, in line. And a lot of times they're not because you just haven't taken the time to really create a structure around your family future self. You can even, by the way, this is a side note, you can actually make a family future self. Like, so you can do these, you don't have to necessarily do all of these, but you can just do like one or two lessons and your whole family has that you can read at night or something along those lines. So it's kind of cool. Um, but just most importantly, just making sure you're in sync with your partner and your family about what it is. You put your things down there, but if your partner does it and they're complete opposite, you need to get together and understand what the family dynamics, what do those things look like? Because it's very easy for somebody to just start casting the vision for the family and they expect everyone to be part of that vision. Um, but you need to stop and realize if they are. Now, if you're single and you can do this, you get to dictate what does your future look like, but it's, Hey, I want to have four vacations. Is that something you want to do partner? Right. Do we want to have kids? Right. Okay. Yes or no. Right. And if you do, you do, if you don't, you don't, right. That's your decision. Um, but you just really taking control of what you're, what do you want your family to look like? What do you want your family future self to look like? And you write it out as if it's already happened. It's really critical. I keep repeating that point. It's really critical that you do that. Um, and again, if you're following along, filling these out, adamhergenrother.com forward slash future, you can fill out the form, it gets emailed to you daily. So you don't have to keep it everywhere. Um, and, uh, and along with some cool quotes, so it's just automatically there in your inbox facing you every single day. The last category, which is spirituality, right? This, this goes way beyond re- 
way beyond religion. It can be religion. 100% can be religion in there, right? But spirituality is really understanding that the world is much bigger than you, right? It's just... You know, it's it's understanding that you're here experiencing the world, and spirituality just in its sense means that you're transcending yourself, right? That whole thing that wants to get in the way of you getting after your future self, you transcend that part of you, right? And that's that part, that's that spirituality part is that you have the human doing world, right? Which is like the financial, the professional, the physical, social, that's your doing part. Then there's the being part that starts first, which is the spirituality essence of this, which means that I'm going to transcend my personal self and move backwards. And what does that look like in my life? That I understand that I, the world does not evolve around me as much as we want it to, (laughs) as much as we want to be able to make the world different outside. So it matches our stuff or matches how we feel. We can't do that. Well, we, we say we can't, but then we every action that we do typically tries to do that, right? So you transcend that personal stuff and realize then you wake up and say, huh, what is life going to unfold for me today? This could be, it could be a low note, it could be a high note, but man, I'm excited to experience that. So for I'm just giving a little bit about my spiritual self, right? Um, again, is it get outside yourself? Is it a med- for me? Like it's, it says on there, like I meditate twice a day for you know at least 20 minutes. I, um, you know, I gratitude. I have a gratitude journal. I sit in my journaling every single day. It can be just you know whatever it is for you. It can be getting out in nature. It can be barefoot walking in nature. It can be that you sit outside every day. That you walk your dog in nature every day, and you just go to your breath while you're doing it. I'm just giving you examples, but there's so many things that you can do. All of this is designed in your spiritual self to say, I need to get outside. I need to transcend myself, right? Yourself that wants to get in the way of everything. Um, so that's the kind of spiritual side of these things. A couple best. So again, it's professional, financial, physical, social, family, and spiritual. Um, now, uh, there are a few best practices to kind of keep in mind here while you're creating your future self as well too. Again, we talked about it. Work in three-year increments. People ask me, so can I delete something? You don't, you don't have to marry any of this because most likely as, by the way, as you start to direct your life, this is just the starting point for you saying, nobody's going to direct my life anymore. I'm going to direct my own life. And I'm not even, and I'm meaning you're talking like, I'm not going to allow the lower part of me to direct my life. I'm going to no longer listen to that part. I'm going to direct myself more what it is that I want to do date these things. Like maybe it's 90 days to six months that you keep something on there because you may get into 30 days and go, well, I just don't want to do this Iron Man anymore. That's not you. You've made the decision. What you're, what you're saying is, um, it's too hard. <laughs> the, the lower self, again, it's the lower self is getting in my way of doing it. The frustration, the painfulness of having to get up and run every day or whatever it is, exercise you're doing. I just gave that as an example, right? Or if you want to you know, create your own blog, but 30 days into it, you're like, I don't have any act. I, I can't write this blog. I can't do this. I just don't have anything to do it. Nobody's paying attention to me. That's your lower self preventing you. All, just understand those things are going to show up in every category. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's the whole point is that these things are going to get in your way. So the only thing when you wake up and you realize that the only thing that's actually getting in your way is you, it's you, it's just you. There's it's nothing else. It's just you to be reasonably good at any of this, right? To, to go and get these things that you're writing down. Again, you may not move a mountain, right? <laughs> not yet anyways, but you, you, you get the point. Just don't get in your own way. But when those things show up in 30 or 60 days, it's because your old habit energy is showing up stronger than you. That's what it says. When, it, when that habit energy comes up and it says, when you went to bed and you said, I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning and that's what I'm going to do. And you've, you're very clear at night when you're feeling good, you're strong, you're sturdy. I'm getting up at five and I'm going to get up and I'm going to work out and I wrote it all out. When five o'clock comes around, the habit energy becomes stronger than you. I'm not going to get into this, but ultimately what that is, is 
it's you, right? It's instead of staying seated in consciousness, you've now put it into object consciousness, which is emotions, which is fear, anger, laziness. You're listening to something else. So your object of your consciousness has now gotten into an object and the object has overtaken you. So you no longer can be stronger than the object because you've given yourself over to the object. Hence, that's what it means to transcend yourself, which means that you're no longer caught up in the object of what is in front of you. You now can be seated in the self. That sounds so Zen and Buddhism, doesn't it? Right? You're now seated in this place where you're no longer taking all of your consciousness and putting in the object. You're putting it on yourself, and then therefore the object can't control you. Right? So just listen to that part a couple times if you need to. But that's the point of it getting in the way of that. And that's what happens with there. So again, you you write it out in that in the your vision out in the in the kind of present tense, it's already accomplished. Now I want to be doing this. I have done this. I've accomplished this. I've, I've completed an Ironman in less than 11 hours or 10 hours or nine hours or seven hours or I've ran a marathon, right? In, a, in under four hours or whatever it is, like just very specific, like I use this, not I want to, right? Because in you want to, goal planning, I want to means that I want to and you're gonna stay in want forever, <laughs> right? Because if you're always wanting and that's coming true, then you're always wanting stage, <laughs> When you said it in the in the in the tense of the the present tense, you're like this has already happened. Then you're starting to gain traction on actually how you set goals for your life for these places. So again, you're using very specific, measurable goals. Bring everything back to a number. Everything that you can bring to a number. By the way, almost everything on here can. I take four vaca- four family vacations a year. I take one family vacation a year. One's a camping for seven days, and it doesn't. And we go to Lake Placid. You just very specific on what it is that you're doing, because then it's there, right? Then it's there, um, and then you bring it into your your calendar as well too. So, and anything that we're doing, success just does not just fall into our laps. In fact, most of us think that we're in control of our lives, but when you actually wake up to this, which if you're listening to this podcast, you have, um, you're starting to realize like, wow, maybe I'm not actually living my life. Maybe that I'm just living the world's life or I'm living somebody else's life and, and I'm just following these things instead of taking direction, deciding that I'm going to invest into myself. I'm going to invest into myself. And I'm going to invest into it in these six different categories because I'm not taking control of it. Be ready for a fight. <laughs> and a fight is with you. It's like your left arm is fighting your right arm, right? Well, you don't have to fight, right? If you don't pay attention, you don't put your consciousness into the object. I'm just preparing you for what's going to happen. It's why people a lot of times don't hit their goals is because their mind walks them out of it. But it's just you getting in your own way. And I want, you've, you've heard that term before. I'm just trying to bring some context to it to a different level. So when you're actually going through it in the moment, you go, oh, that's what Adam's talking about. Another example that I've had in my um, my future self, a lot of things that have, have come into fruition again and over times, and they just come in, they seem to come in and just like, not when you're thinking about it, you're just reading every day, reading every day, and all of a sudden it's just bam. And um, last year I was um, uh, just going through my, my morning and just kind of future self, and all of a sudden an email popped, it, popped into my inbox and it said, hey, would, uh, would you, Adam, like we have this rare opportunity to be able to fly into a fighter jet? And one of my future self things is that I had, I had flown in a fighter jet. And I had, I had had close opportunities before, but nothing really came through. And all of a sudden it was just this, it just showed them inbox and they said, hey, we have a, we have this rare opportunity for just a few people a year to get to ride in this fighter jet. Would you like to ride in it? And I was like, Holy mackerel, it's been on my thing. I'm like, so when I'm like, and I knew, by the way, this was right in the middle of like 
booking season. So I had all these things planned, right? So like almost every week I was either on vacation or I was, um, you know, in, in a, in a work fu- function or delivering a speech or whatever it was. And it happened to be in like in four weeks <laughs> over the 4th of July, by the way, which I had off and it, just the timing was perfect. And I was like, wow, this universe just lined right up with this. And I was like, well, how much is it going to be? Right. And it actually ended up being somewhat affordable for me. And so I just, I was like, wow, this lineup. So I just did it. I just, I just, I, I did the, um, I signed up for it. It was in France, by the way. So I then ended up making it into like a nine day trip over there, which ended up being an amazing trip with just, um, Sarah and I went over there and it was awesome. Um, we had a, we had a wonderful time. Um, but it was just, it was so cool that it just, and that's been on my, um, my future self since 2010. And this is, you know, 2019. So nine years later, it showed up, but at the right time when I could afford it, when I had the time, again, it, it'll unfold for you, but I never gave up on that. And it just showed up there, ended up being an amazing thing. I will tell you that I am not a fighter jet pilot. Tom Cruise makes this stuff look a lot easier than it is. Um, and I've talked a lot about the fighter jet experience in my in my life. Um, it was rough. Let <laughs> me just say that. And I, I definitely do not need the experience again. And I've now crossed it off my future self. Um, but I wanted that experience just like I wanted the experience for Ironman and I, and I wanted to experience for skiing and I wanted the experience to lead an organization and I want to experience to have kids. All of those things showed up in my life. Again, when I had no kids, um, very few businesses at the time and I just started writing it out. And, and a lot of that has um, almost 90% of it has translated and come into my world. And that's just a great example of it. You just don't know when it's going to show up. And I think that's what causes some people to, to, to doubt it is because it's like, well, I'm not seeing it. Like it's not showing me when it's going to happen. And that's the whole point. It's the uncertainty around it. But you then have certainty that you're creating your future by reading this every day and then taking action towards that. You just don't know exactly how it's going to show up, but stay with it. Just everyone understands if you just listen this far and maybe you don't even write out your future self and you just wanted this information, just go pay attention over the next six hours, next hour, as you you intended to do something, as you you got in your own way from doing it. <laughs> I promise you it'll show up every single time. And then you wake up to that and go, well, that's odd. <laughs> I don't really want that. So then you go back and you say, okay, I'm going to actually go back and I'm going to fill out this on adamhergenrother.com forward slash um, future, adamhergenrother.com forward slash future. I'm going to write it out. It's going to be emailed to me every day. And the key is also like, you're going to read this for two or three weeks and it'll be like a honeymoon phase and you'll feel good. It doesn't mean that all these things are magically going to show up in an envelope in your, in your box, (laughs) right? In your mailbox. It's not how it happens. It's slow. It's a slow process. These things will come in, but what you'll do is as you're reading this one day, this is how it happens with majority of the people that I've had go through this, including my own life is you'll be reading it and it'll hit you. You go, holy shit, like, that just, ha- that happened. Happened two weeks ago. I didn't even realize it. That's what it is. That's that's how it will show up and you're like, man, that's really cool. It'll give you some kind of, it'll give you, again, some some uh, victorious kind of feeling that then you can kind of keep understanding that you're now taking control of your life. You won't be amazing at it. This is, you do it. But if you, the key is to look at this every day. Every day, it takes two minutes to read it. It's going to be emailed into your inbox every single morning so you have no excuse. Um, you know, again, if you happen to skip a day, don't beat yourself up about it. Just pull it back up in your inbox or next morning it'll show up there, I promise, right? And just read it, read it, read it every single day. And as you do this, you'll start taking control of your life and you'll start to see as you gain more control, you'll start to see how you were not really living your life, how you were living somebody else's life. 
And this will give you, and, and maybe you're already there to a certain extent, but this will give you even that next step, right? To just say, I'm directing my life in these six categories because this is what I want to do and I've decided. And therefore, I'm not going to allow myself to get in the way of myself from doing and experiencing the life that you deserve to experience. Thanks for listening to today's episode all about using your future self as a tool. I am really excited about a free live workshop we are holding for you on May 19th, where our president of coaching, Carrie Heibel Briner, is going to walk through how to create your future self so you're creating it in real time with her. As we talked about in today's episode, you obviously know the power of using a future self to accomplish your goals in the shortest period of time. The workshop is called Create Your Future Self Today, and it's happening on Tuesday, May 19th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. The really thing that I love most about actually using this tool, which I use myself, which is why we're giving it to you guys as a free resource as well, is every morning this gets emailed to me. As you know, before mine was done in a PDF and I used to have to drag it around everywhere I was going and traveling different places. Now I love the fact of the feasibility of this showing up in my inbox every single morning. So it's there, whether I forgot it or not, and it forces me to take a couple minutes and read it, knowing that I'm taking a powerful step in the right direction to shape where my life is going. To sign up, visit adamhergenrother.com forward slash webinars and register. And we look forward to seeing you live during this wonderful workshop.